Hey everybody, I just want to take a moment to talk about a new thing I'm doing. Over the years, many of you have reached out to me telling me how much you love the podcast, but also wish there were more personalized takeaways and more in-depth interactions with our guests to hear what they think about comedy. This is why I'm now launching my new digital academy, Blueprint for Success. With exclusive interviews and comedy philosophies of stars and industry veterans, personalized versions of the Industry Standard podcast, commercial-free, and one-on-one coaching time with me. Blueprint for Success will give you the powerful tools that will take you up the elevator beyond the competition and reach the highest possible levels to achieve your dreams. Whether it be stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, hosting, radio podcasting, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or an agent. Now I'm here to help, personally. We'll go on an express train of comedy and entertainment like nobody else has before. You can find out more about Blueprint for Success and the comedy business on my website at barrycats.com. Together, we'll take your career where you want it to go. Welcome back to another episode of Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. I'm so, so happy to be here talking to you. And happy holidays to everybody listening. I'm so grateful to all of you for an amazing, amazing year. And I truly, truly wish you all the best that life has to offer. Uh, This has been an amazing year, and next year proves to be even better for all of us. And before I get started, just know that you can always reach me at Barry Katz on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll always reach back out to you and let you know what's up, what I'm feeling, and answer all of your questions. These episodes at the end of the year are some of my favorites because I always do the best of the year and sort of condense all the greatest words of wisdom from the best guests that I've had throughout my journey during these last 12 months. And I know you are going to truly, truly get a lot out of this. It's all here for you. It's all free. It's all been edited for you. And these are the tools that these people are giving you out of all of their years of experience. Probably 200 years of experience in the entertainment business. In this first part one of two of the best of 2018. So I want you to enjoy it, absorb it, listen to it as much as you can. And I know it will help you. I know it will be inspirational. And I know that you'll learn a lot about the business and the world. So without further ado, I can't think of a better way to start than with this guest. So funny, so powerful. A guy who's done tons of television and many, many films, including a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, 
Pineapple Express, and who can forget him as one of the most groundbreaking cast members on Mad TV. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Lee. Nothing would have happened without sobriety. I mean, stand-up wouldn't have happened if I hadn't gotten sober, okay? So if you have a drug addiction, you, you know, you're sick, you have a disease, take care of that first, right? And then you have to walk through fear. At the end of the day, yes, I have PTSD about going into auditions. Yes, doing stand-up is difficult, and it's, it's a grind, right? But I still did those things. Without doing those things, there is no end product, right? So you have to do those two things if you're a drug addict. Take care of your disease and then walk through immense amounts of fear and, and, you know, and go up and do the thing that you want to do. My next guest is a extraordinary manager-producer who's known for close to two decades of representing Oscar winner Jamie Foxx. But he's also known as a guy who created one of the most unique and original comedy franchises in the world, Laugh-A-Palooza. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus King. Do your research, know who came before you and know what they did well and know what they didn't do well. Know how trends are changing and be part of what changes the trend. So that means you have to be bold about the moves you make because the moves you make may change a trend, may change the way things are done. So just know from your gut that this is something you feel comfortable with and people feel comfortable with, comfortable with you doing them because now they've accepted what you've put out there. So from a stand-up, this writing, write, 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 and work on your performance. Know that it's all theatrical. Know how to connect with an audience. We have so many young comedians out here that can't make a connection with the audience. It is horrific. So it makes guys like me, and maybe Barry too, not want to go out to the clubs because you just do not connect, and nor do you care to connect because you've seen somebody do it on television. So that's for the young comedian. For the young manager, agent, or whatever representation, get to know your audience. Get to be the audience. And don't think you're above the audience because once you think you're above the audience, you just lost your job because now you can't direct your talent into connecting with the audience. My next guest is one of the true originals in the comedy business, a guy who seems to have no fear and no apologies all wrapped up in the one, a guy I have a tremendous amount of respect for, and he takes the risks, and they always seem to be worth the reward. You might recognize him from his world-famous podcast, his extraordinary comedy style, and his hit show on Comedy Central entitled This Is Not Happening, Ari Shafir. Get up as much as you can. That's all. Just get practice in. Just get sets in. Um, yeah, that was good advice I got too. Jordy Fox was like, you got to get up more. You're getting up like twice a week. You got to get up like five times a week at minimum. My next guest came to California to interview me. And I couldn't wait to interview him. This guy has great, great advice, tremendous insight, 
so many experiences, an incredible take on the world. You might know him as the former host of The Art of Charm, but now he hosts his own podcast, which is one of the strongest you'll ever hear, with the title bearing his name, The Jordan Harbinger Show. So please welcome, who else? Jordan Harbinger. If I had to tell somebody that is a younger me what to do, and, I, and not saying, oh, have your parents schlep you off to ex- exchange here in Europe, because you can get a scholarship to do that. But barring things like that, I would say things like skill stacking are really important. And what skill stacking is, is you might go to work at a restaurant and there might be a bunch of Mexican people or Armenian people or something like that. Learn the language that they are speaking. You know, you don't have to go, I'm in this dumb job where I'm not doing anything interesting. You can work around those people and you can start to learn those languages. You take an opportunity in every, take the opportunity in every opportunity that you have or find every opportunity in everything that you're doing. You know, if you're working in that restaurant and you're working in the kitchen and everybody else is Armenian or Mexican or Spanish speaking, learn those languages over time. Spend another half hour every day learning some vocabulary and you won't be the best Armenian waiter or Armenian line cook in the world. But it doesn't matter because then the next gig that you have You'll have, maybe you'll learn a lot about repairing microphones. Now you speak Spanish and or Armenian and English, and you can repair microphones. All right, well, there's probably some sort of weird fit there. But then you end up getting a job lugging gear for a producer and setting up cameras. And you say, hey, what? show me how to set up the audio equipment. Well, did you go to school for this? No, but it can't be that hard. Show me how to do it. So now you know how to repair microphones, set up audio equipment, and speak Armenian and English. You're stacking these skills up, and then eventually you get to a point where you end up somewhere like like me or one of my friends who can speak five languages but has a law degree and also can set up audio equipment and can interview people and has business experience. These aren't things where I just woke up one day and went, look at all this things, all these things that I can do. I stack these skills up over a really long period of time, networking and relationship development, all of the audio stuff, the interviewing stuff, all the stuff we teach on the Jordan Harbinger show, all the stuff on the website with the networking website I didn't mention before, Advanced Human Dynamics, where we have the networking and and drills and exercises and things like that for people to learn and stack those skills because anybody who has any sort of successful career, very rarely are they just good at one thing. They're almost always good at a lot of different things, whether it's relationships and they're a good computer programmer and they know how to manage people, those three skills put together, or they're a comedy manager and they've got great relationships and they're great at navigating difficult emotional situations and they're great at podcasting. These are things that stack together to create careers. And people tend to think of these, especially young people, because we're used to looking at jobs like, when I grow up, I want to be, be a doctor or a policeman or a fireman. When we're older, we see that there are millions of options for things that you can do, even creating your own. But if you're going to create your own life, your own destiny, if you will, you have to stack those skills up and you have to get the skills before you can stack them. So start stacking those skills now by getting opportunities, seeing opportunities in everything that you're doing. My next guest has done numerous stand-up comedy specials, 
and is known as one of the strongest and most powerful Middle Eastern comedians in history. He's done tons of films, including a fun one that I always remember, 13 going on 30, but you might recognize him as a cast member on the hit show Superior Donuts. Please welcome Maz Jabrani. If you want to get into stand-up, it really is about, I always say, you got to get up five to ten times a week at least and write, 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 write. And a lot of times people don't realize the work that's involved. And I talk about, I have a friend of mine who's a surgeon. He went to medical school and he was a resident for 10 years or whatever. You got to do that. You got to put in your residency as a comedian. You got to put in your residency as an actor. So that's why you better make sure you love it because you're going to be sitting at the comedy store at 1.45 in the morning performing for one guy, which I did, and you better love it. My next guest I interviewed in front of a live audience in Montreal, and I couldn't wait to sit down with him, and he did not disappoint. How can you not get excited about a guy who failed 19 times before he created a hit show and now has a huge deal with Netflix to create many others? I know you're going to know him as the creator of the hit ABC show Blackish. I know him as one of the most unique and original artists in our business, Kenya Barris. Don't let people tell you that your story is not interesting. Um, talk about your story from a way that people don't think you're going to come at it. Go behind it, you know what I'm saying? Get on the side of it. Tell the devil's in the details. Tell your story, whatever your position or your place is in life, whatever your particular thing is. It's amazing, and there's a way that you do it in a way that people don't see coming, and then all of a sudden, think the thing that was abnormal becomes normal. My next guest is an inspiration in our business, a guy who in radio who has been number one six straight years in a row at times in his career and has had his legs broken, many others. But you might know him now as the hit radio talk show host, of the great Sunday night KLOS show, bearing his name. Please welcome a guy who I love like he's part of my family, and so does everyone else in our business, Frazier Smith. You have to be willing to be in for the marathon and not the uh, sprint. You have to be mentally aware that that's what it is. You're going to be... Uh, you, very rarely do things happen quickly. Sometimes they do. We've all seen it. But, uh, and, and that can be a mistake too because then a year later you're, you're out of the game if you're not prepared. So I think uh, it's, it's realizing that it's a marathon and that you have to uh, be willing to donate that kind of time. And if it happens quicker, then thank God. But if it doesn't, you know, you're going to have to be able to hang in there in the trenches. And I think the other thing is what you always tell me, and that is uh, small steps. You know, start doing that show. Start doing the, the, the open mic. Start doing the, the little stuff because you can't really get to the next step without doing that. So take those small steps. Uh, have faith in yourself. And don't uh, pack it in if it doesn't happen right away. My next guest has been a juggernaut in the comedy business for 30 years. He starred in movies like Chairman of the Board, Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, and also you might remember him 
from an appearance in the movie The Hangover. One of the most successful comedy artists in the history of our business, with over a two-decade run of sold-out shows in Las Vegas. Please welcome a guy who had so many great things to say, and one of the smartest and most unique artists that our business has ever seen. Please welcome Carrot Top. I remember being just thinking I want to do this, and um, I was persistent, and I did it, and I, I, I never really, I never really thought about failing at it, um, or even succeeding at it as much as I just wanted to try it and do it. Um, and I did fail at first. I did, I did, I did it for a bit, and I didn't work, and I, I, uh, I quit, and I was doing odd jobs. I was start shucking oysters at this bar, and this couple came in, and they're all staring at me. I just. Uh, I was talking to them, shucking those, and they're like, God damn it. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you, you, did you ever do comedy? And I was like, no. And like, you, doesn't he look just like that guy we saw in Tampa? And I was like, yeah, they're like, Carrot Top, he was so fucking funny. You look just like him. And I go, really? You even act like him. I said, that's weird. She goes, oh my God, he was so funny. He has these props. And I remember thinking, fuck. So, after that, I remember I call, a friend of mine actually called me out of the blue and says, what are you doing uh, New Year's? And I said, I'm working in an oyster bar. What the fuck are you working in an oyster bar? You're fucking Carrot Top. I said, no, I'm not doing comedy anymore. And he's like, well, you're fucking Carrot Top. He says, fuck you, are you doing New Year's Eve at this club in Fort Myers? So I go down there and I did great for considering it was New Year's Eve and everybody was, you know, <laughs> throwing their fucking party favors and not listening to me and shooting off corks. And, you know, it was a shit gig. But I was back on stage doing it. And uh, my, my mom came to that show and she's like, you're so great, you gotta da da da. And from that moment on, I never went back and I just kept booking, booking and booking and more shows. That was way before all the colleges in the Charlotte. Then yeah, so I don't know, the advice I would just say is, you, uh, I, I don't know, you just find, you know, at first I always tell comics too, especially young ones, if they want to be a comic, I would say, fuck yeah, you gotta do it. But second, you just gotta find what is gonna be your thing when you get on stage, when they call your name, whatever your name's gonna be. What is it gonna be? And that's what it took me. I mean, you know, I didn't just walk up for the first time and have this act I have. You know, it took 32 years to kind of evolve and kind of find a voice and where I wanna go and what stories I wanna tell. First of all, what's gonna be your your agenda. So when they call your name, you go up there, is it going to be magic? Is it going to be comedy? Is it going to be stand-up? Is it going to be props? Is it going to be music? Are you going to make fun of yourself? Are you going to do observational humor? So this, you know, you have to just know what it is going to be when you get up there and then get get as much time doing it, you know. Stage time is very important to find that, that, that comfort level of holding a mic and telling your story and learning where you want to go and then from that point you just yeah just stay stay true to it people along the way are always going to tell you you're not going to you're crazy you're not going to be a comic you know i had ex-girlfriend back when i was in school she's like you're going to be a, you're not going to you know you're not going to do this i'm like maybe i will i don't know i mean everyone's i mean you know, even if you think about it to this day do you think like even like a president of the united states forget trump any other one even like trump i'm saying do you ever think that then the same thing? Do you ever think that you would fucking become the president of the United States of America? You know, what I mean, no. I'm sure Barack Obama was like, he was in college. He's like, I'm gonna be a lawyer and I'm gonna do this. And all of a sudden, one day, he's he's being sworn in. He's got to sit and go, fuck. How the hell did I become the fucking president? Of the United States? You know, it's like how the hell did you know? I said I've said that to I've said that to uh, 
um, Queen, the, the band Queen. Um, one of them was at our show last night, the uh, keyboard player. But the drummer, uh, one time I said to him, I said, said something about, you know, Scott, uh, you know, and this, and, and you know, rubbish, uh, you know, music. And I said, you do know that you're in the drummer for Queen. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah but I'm, uh, you, 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 do, do, yeah, that's you. You do know that. Oh, yeah, I know that. But, you know, he's just really fucking humble. He didn't, you know, he's like, yeah, I know, yeah, but, but I'm saying, you know, no, you're fucking that guy. You're that bottom girl. You're a fucking rock star. What the fuck? But I think that's with anybody. I don't think, you know, I think everybody probably has that, that people have asked the question like, yeah, I do it almost every night when I'm up there. I'm like, this is fucking cool, man. Yeah, I'm going to tell jokes. I get to make people laugh. You know, finding out what it is you want to do and then just definitely, you know, like the Nike, just do it. You just got to do it. There's no other way. Um, you just can't, you're just not going to be there. You're, you're going to get there, but you're just going to have to, you're going to have to take that journey and one day you will be the president of the United States <laughs> or Carrot Top. My next guest is world-renowned and recognized. You can't miss him. You never can forget him. And he blows you away every time with the risks he takes in the business. The star of numerous hour comedy specials, but more importantly, the groundbreaking breakout guy in the Jackass film franchises, Steve-O. I think that uh, any advice, regardless of what it's for, I think... uh what it is that you want to do, what it is that you wish to do, just start doing it. Don't wait for the invitation. Don't wait for the the audition. You know, just fucking do it, man. Like whatever you want to do, just fucking do it. You know, like and uh, and it doesn't matter. Within reason, it doesn't matter uh, what you want to do. It just matters really how badly you want to do it. And, and, and of course, if you want to be in the NBA, you know, there are going to be limitations, but I strongly believe this is the best, the best, uh, saying the best motto is there's no fucking such thing as luck. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. My next guest has a lot of different hats that she wears. Some of them, she would say she isn't even that person. But to the people at her acting school and institute, she's all of these. A psychic, a mom, a guru, an acting coach, a life journey specialist. If you're an actor and you haven't seen her yet, get on your jogging shoes and your track pants and run as fast as you can and knock on her door and start taking classes. It will change your life forever. And her words will do the same. Somebody who is unforgettable, not just on this podcast, but in my life, and countless artists throughout the last 20 or 30 years. Please welcome an honor and a pleasure, Leslie Kahn. The first thing that I would say is... Uh, Learn a lot of stuff before you leave your, leave your small town. The second thing I would say is find something you like more than acting and get really good at that. Directing, writing, producing, cinematography, stand-up, improv, sketch, I don't care. But I want you to come out here and 
really attack that while you're attacking, you're acting. The third thing is I want you to have a business. I don't want you to come near LA until you already have your own, preferably online business that you can work at from three in the morning until eight in the morning. That's going to make you a cool hundred grand a year so that I don't have to worry about you and money. I don't want to worry about you being homeless. I don't want you to be worried about your car. I don't want your mother to be worried about you. I want you to be able to make a delightful living, um, not working for some crazy ass restaurant, not having to valet park cars and, um, uh, be able to focus on your acting and not worry about having to sneak out of your day job or something like that. Um, I want you to be like Whitney. I want you to be like Katie Colleton. Um, you know, uh, Katie Colleton is uh, one of the Katie Dids, and I think there were five or six girls in that group from Chicago who were improvisers together, and then they made a little web series, and it got picked up, and now Teachers is on TV. And Katie Colleton is one of the leads, and she's uh, one of the showrunners, and she is calling the shots, and she, ma- she made that happen for herself. Her agency didn't make that happen. She made it happen. She didn't come out here waiting for somebody to give her a handout, waiting for somebody to give her a job. She did it. I had nothing to do with that. She did it. She's just a role model. And everybody can turn on that show and see what she's done. And I beg that I beg actors to do that. And then when you get your opportunity that comes as a result of your great sketch and your improv and your stand up and your directing and your amazing writing, I just want you to be great. I don't want them to go, oh, I can't tell you how often I know of people who wrote themselves show, shows or wrote themselves a part in their show, got it going, had to go in an audition to pay, play themselves, and then didn't get the part. Did not get the part that is their character name. And I don't think it was politics. I think they weren't good enough. And I don't think you get good enough by going to an acting class once a week. I think you get good enough, just like I don't think you get strong at the gym by going to the gym for an hour a day, or even three hours. No, I said that wrong. I don't think you go to get strong by going to the gym once a week. Even if you go for three or four hours, I think you get strong by going to the gym every day, exercising different muscles, and um, whatever the hell happens. I don't know anything about lactic acid, but I think it has something to do with lactic acid. I don't know. So that's what I want them to do. Um, The other thing I would say to the baby actor is it's not going to happen on your timetable. I know you think you're going to get here and you're bringing two months worth of money. Good for you. That's not going to help you, you know. So I'd love you to come out um, prepared for it to take a lot longer than you think it's going to take. I remember um, one actor... Um, I remember the day that I, I saw his acting turn. And it wasn't just that day. It had been coming, coming, coming. And then on this day, and again, these things are sort of seared into my memory. It was right in the yellow room. I remember where he was standing when it hit me. And I'm like, I said to him, dude, you're going to book. And, he, and he's the most humble person that I know. And he said, I know. And it took another eight months for him to book Gilmore Girls. But he did. And he hasn't looked back since. And again, I think one of the things these people have in common is I've never, these people work so hard. The people you've brought up, Whitney and Eric Andre and and Joe Manganiello, these people, no one works harder than Matt Zucre. No one. 
And you would think, you know, you take a look at Matsukri and you would think, oh, it would be so easy for him. It's not. My next guest I've known for over 25 years. One of the smartest men I ever met in comedy and co-creator of one of the most innovative and wonderful animated shows using comedians to full capacity. And I'm talking about the Comedy Central juggernaut show, Dr. Katz, Professional Therapist. Please welcome a unique, special, and extraordinary artist, Jonathan Katz. So many people come to me for advice. I'm sure you experience this tenfold. But I always tell them to get, get as much stage time as they can, no matter where they live. And if they go to college, perform for their, perform at college. But try not to f perform just for friends, because they won't tell you the truth about a joke. If you if you want to write for TV or for screenplays, you should you should write as much as you can. And if typing is a problem, you should learn how to write with your voice, uh, which is very doable. Um. Also, if you want to work in television or film, you should focus on something as specific as possible. Like I got so excited one day when somebody called me about he wants to get a job in post-production. Because that's a world that's not as, that's a smaller world than the world of show business. So you should learn how to edit either video or audio or both. Um, you should be comfortable stealing money from your parents. Uh, if you if you have an illness like mine, you should become familiar with the Americans with Disability Acts. It's very complicated about the whole issue of disclosing a, a physical disability. Because if you don't disclose it, then there's no response. Like I was working for Paramount. And they were not obliged to accommodate me unless I dis until I disclosed my illness. But if I had disclosed it, I might have gotten fired. So that's that's a complicated issue to think about. I th I would say never take no for an answer. Answer, but I mean, when I was starting out at the Improv in New York, there was one comedian. I won't mention her name who I always thought would be the biggest star in the country because she was so aggressive about getting on stage when there was somebody important, quote-unquote, in the audience. And that was not the case. It takes more than that kind of desire. I think the best advice about comedy was came from a guy named Mark Schiff, who said to me, the best com comedy is the most personal. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this episode as much as I am. If you made it this far and you haven't fallen asleep yet, then you must be the type of person who's serious about having a career in the comedy business. That's why I'm offering you my Blueprint for Success, a one-of-a-kind all-access pass into my knowledge and experience after over 40 years of working with the best of the best in this crazy entertainment industry. I'll tell you all the stories, all the philosophies, give you all the great special guests, and even give you one-on-one -on -one private consultations to help you expand, 
enhance and skyrocket your comedy career. Just go to barrycats.com and click on Blueprint for Success to learn more about my groundbreaking digital academy that I've created just for you. With it, we can take your career so far that one day, instead of listening to this podcast, you'll be interviewed on it. Hey everybody, I've talked a lot about AquaTrue on this show, the amazing water purification system that's literally a miniature water cooler in your home that purifies the water in a way that no one else has ever figured out how to do. It's this incredibly efficient piece of equipment and it gives you the best tasting water you can ever imagine for pennies. You just take it out of the box, plug it in, put your tap water in it, and it takes out all the bad chemicals and gives you the best and healthiest water you can ever imagine, saving you thousands of dollars each year from buying bottled water in the store. I have one at my house and office, and everyone who uses it orders one, and you should too. Just go to industrystandardwater.com and type in the promo code Barry, and if you act now, you can get $100 off and start enjoying the best and most cost-effective water you've ever had, and never waste another dollar buying bottled water again. And I just want to share another groundbreaking product with you. It's a revolutionary air purifier that will change the way your home operates. And I'm talking about the air doctor. The air inside our home can be up to a hundred times more polluted than the air outside. But with the air doctor, you don't have to worry about it as it removes dust, pet hair, mold, pollen, flu viruses and so many other contaminants that circulate throughout our homes. Till now, the only thing that could come close to this product were systems that cost thousands of dollars. But now you can get the Air Doctor for a fraction of the cost, normally $600. And if you don't believe me, check Amazon. But for a limited time, I can give you 50% off and save you $300. Just go to airdoctorpro.com, type in the promo code Barry, and get rid of all the bad toxins in your home. I'm telling you, I have this product. It really, really works. So get one now and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air you can ever imagine. My next guest produced or supervised over 20 films, ranging from big-budget franchises like Iron Man 3, Point Break and 47 Ronin to more niche-oriented films like Looper, Waiting, Blockers, and Chappaquiddick. Most importantly, all the films that he's been involved in have grossed over $2 billion in worldwide box office. I know you're going to like this guy a lot. I certainly do and respect him tremendously. Please welcome... Chris Fenton. I have a philosophy which is called own all the tickets, which is, you know, life is a lottery and, and the only way to win the lottery is to own all the tickets, which you'll never be able to own. Um, but to try to accumulate as many as you can so that maybe you, you best your chances. And I think, um, you know, the best thing somebody can do that's young and, and wanting success. And by the way, I'm still continuing on that path too. you know, you do it your whole life. 
but is to try to own all the tickets. And, and how do you do that? You live life to its fullest. You learn as much as you can. You meet as many people as you can. You create as big of a network as you can. You like in little league, you practice your craft as much as you can and you put all that together. And those are all tickets that you're accumulating through life. And the goal is maybe by the end of it all, you have every ticket that's viable and you're guaranteed to win but even if you don't get them all you're going to better your odds to to have the success that you're looking for my next guest is the originator and executive producer of the batman movie franchise including batman which was winner of best picture in the people's choice award and the dark knight trilogy including two of the top grossing movies in history the dark knight and the dark knight rises with eight Oscar nominations, winner of Best Supporting Actor, five People's Choice Awards, and the winner of Best Picture. This guy's story is amazing, and his advice is even better. Michael Uslan. I have uh, been fortunate enough to have spoken at about 250 colleges. I've spoken to and met with lots of kids, and every year I go back and I teach two intensive seminars for three weeks. So I stay in touch with kids and it's internationally as well as nationally. <clears throat> and I've learned a few things. Number one, you've got to be passionate about what you're doing. You've got to follow your passion in life. And you have plenty of time as you're growing up to discover it. And early on as you're in high school and college, it's just as important to learn what you don't like as well as to learn what you do like. Then you got to get up off the damn couch. There is a pervasive, worldwide, generational sense of entitlement of an awful lot of young people who believe the world owes them something or the world's going to come to them. My experience has been 85% of the last two, the youngest two generations believe that. So if you are willing to get up off the damn couch and be proactive and follow your passion and make something happen, your competition in life is not 100%, it's 15%. And your chance of success just shot through the roof. But it requires sacrifice. Will it happen quick? No. Um... Will it be easy? No. It's a siege. It's a siege. You got to dig a foxhole. And one of the most important decisions you will ever have to make is who you allow in the foxhole with you to watch your back. But that's kind of the approach to it. You know, I'll, I'll end this part of it by going back to my father. My father was a mason. My father loved what he did. He was an old world artist. He was a real craftsman. And the fireplaces and homes that he built out of brick and marble and stone uh, are amazing. And they will stand for generations. But my dad had to drop out of high school at age 16 to go to work and help his family survive the Depression. He worked six days a week until he was 80 and was still climbing on roofs doing his thing. He would still have been doing it if my mom hadn't gotten sick. And he stopped just to take care of my mom. I'm growing up, my brother Paul growing up in this house and six mornings a week before dawn, my dad gets out of bed 
every day with a smile on his face, couldn't wait to get to work. Even in New Jersey humidity or snow, he just kept going. And when you live in a house and see that every day, how can you not want that for yourself? How can you not want to wake up on a rainy Monday morning and say, boy, I can't wait to get to work? So in high school, my brother and I started working for my dad in summers. And it was terrible. It was awful. It was the worst work in the world. In that heat, tarring a foundation, carrying heavy cement bags and bricks. Man, the epiphany was, okay, I have to find my own bricks and stones. And my bricks and stones were comic books and Batman and movies and cartoons. And I had to follow that. I had to follow that passion. And man, there were plenty of times I did not know where my next dollar was going to come from. I did not know how I was going to pay next week's bills and never mind next month's bills as we waited and tightened our belts over those 10 years for Batman to happen. But you keep working harder and working to find a way and letting your passion propel you. And sometimes you just need a guardian angel. I had one along the way. Um, And he was, he was amazing. He helped me get to Batman. So um, I think it's, I think it's passion and it's persistence. You've got to have a high threshold for frustration. It's the only way you could succeed and believe in yourself because I learned that I learned how you act when everyone tells you you suck and your ideas are terrible and your work is bad. And then I learned that you also, you don't believe that, but you also don't believe them when they start calling you and saying, oh, your work is great. You are wonderful and blah, blah, blah. You're just believing yourself, believing your work and everything will be okay. My next guest you might know from her appearances in the hit movie White Chicks or her extraordinary podcast or over 150 episodes as a writer and special guest on Chelsea Lately and After Lately. What a take. She has such a strong audience and she knows how to move people. And I can guarantee you she'll do the same for you. Please welcome Heather McDonald. I think what's amazing about today's world is that we have the Internet. And you don't have to necessarily get up at the Gross Comedy Club and wait for three hours on Sunset to do your three minutes to be seen or heard. I also want to say, though, don't put your stand-up out there when you've only done three minutes. And that's really hard. I've told people that several times, and they immediately start posting their stand-up everywhere. And I'm like, I remember the first time I did stand-up, I talked to an my friend goes, call Omnipop. You were amazing. I did a six-week class. At the end, I did the Santa Monica Improv. So I called the guy. Somehow I got the main dude on the phone, Bruce Smith. And I said, you know, oh, I did. And he he said... How long have you been doing it? I go, well, I did my one. I have a VHS tape of it. It's just amazing how great I was. And then um, doing it. And what's the next steps? And he's like, first of all, don't have anyone see you for two years in the industry if you can help it. And I thought nowadays try to tell a kid that they are not going to believe it because they're going to put everything on social media. And I don't know if necessarily this rule applies anymore, to be totally honest. But I do think that first impressions mean a lot. So when I would see someone like a girl, I'd be like, God, that girl is awful. And then I wouldn't see her for, you know, 
many years and I'd see that she's getting stuff and I'm like, she's awful. And then I'd see her act and I'm like, no, she's not. She's actually great. I just saw her really green, but that's what I remember. And so that's why I say, take a little time. You don't have, you don't have to put everything on social media, but for the, the guy that's in the office and he's got his kids, I'd say, don't like quit your, don't quit your job, but there's, there's stuff that you can do. You can write a funny blog. You put, put your funny shit on Facebook and you will get enough little like energy that you got 300 likes or whatever and you can start your own thing now not everyone's going to be a youtube star making you know 30,000 a month in ads and maybe that i almost feel like that youtube world is you know possibly kind of passing a little bit but there's certainly things that you can do to to feed your creativity in which you will feel like i remember i got those tony robbins tapes and i before i started doing stand up and i would and I listened to them and I started doing stand up because of Tony Robbins, because he said, just do something, one thing every day towards your goal, whether that was calling the Omnipop guy or sending out one headshot, just do something every single day. And so that's what I would say to the person that's knows that they're funnier, but maybe they're like, you know, can't take the traditional route of going on the road and doing stand up. My next guest blew me away, known as the John Stewart of the Middle East. He was practicing medicine overseas and one day got fed up with the government, took a camera out on the street, and 30 million views later, he changed his life, his career, and his viewers' lives. Truly one of the most unbelievable stories I've ever heard, and his voice is as unique as any out there. Please welcome... Bassam Yusuf. Rebel, don't listen to your elders. Don't listen to some, even someone like me. We live, uh, we, get, we are given different circumstances than you are. you are. You have the power to shape your own destiny without following the same path that we had to go through. My next guest has produced over 30 films to date, including Father of the Bride with Steve Martin and Diane Keaton, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Family Man with Nicolas Cage, the main event with Barbara Streisand, Stranger Among Us with Melanie Griffith, You Kill Me with Ben Kingsley. This guy's movies have won two Peabody Awards, an Academy Award, and top honors at the Sundance Film Festival. But my favorite movie that he ever did was the Oscar and Peabody winning Common Threads, Stories from the Quilt. You're not going to believe what this guy has to say. And it's as powerful as you can imagine. I would sit down and get advice from this guy every day of the week. Howard Rosenman. Joel Schumacher and Liz Smith used to say to me, push your faults. Okay. You've got to take this adversity and instead of bending into it, use it to learn. Get up on the horse again. Continue walking. Continue walking. Get up and continue walking. It's not about rocket science. It's about three things. Passion, because you get rejected so many times, you have to have passion. You know, it, from, I teach my students at the moment from conception of idea till the moment of first dollar received, the average is seven. Some take one year to make a movie, some take 20. So you have to have passion for your idea in order to accept the rejection that you're invariably going to get on every single project. Every one of my projects was turned down a hundred times. Okay. So as Joel Schumacher says, next, okay. Passion, tenacity, next. 
Keep on walking. Get up, walk. Get on the horse again. Get up, walk. It's not rocket science. It's all about tenacity and the person that has the most tenacity and the most passion wins. But above all, you must have taste in order to make a movie. You've got to listen to your ideas. The one thing that I've learned is to submit to a higher power, you know, and when you realize when you're down and out that nothing's going to happen, just submit to a higher power and pray, whatever that might be. That's the single, the most important thing is to be able to have the humility to understand that you can't control things. Now, you can push it and push it and push it, but you can't control it. And you've got to understand that, okay? And if you believe enough in your project, you can make it happen. But sometimes it doesn't happen. And at that ta- time, you turn it over, you submit whatever it is that you believe in. Have the humility to be able to do that. Humility is a very important thing. Arrogance will kill. Hubris kills. I have a sign in my office, hubris kills. And so if you have that, you'll do okay. My next guest was my roommate when I was in Boston as I watched him turn the comedy scene upside down with his groundbreaking stand-up that landed him on the Letterman show at 19. His specials blew people away. He's directed hundreds of episodes of television and starred in animated movies that have grossed hundreds of millions of dollars. His newest show on True TV, Misfits and Monsters, is truly one of the most original takes you'll ever see on television. Please welcome my guest, Bobcat Goldthwaite. You know what's funny? It's like you see guys that you're like, you go, oh, look at that guy, and he got the show, and he, you know, and then... I had this moment. I was working on Marin's show, his TV show. I, I directed some of that. I was having the, it was really hot, and we're in this little tiny garage. Ray Romano was on the show, and I'm with Ray, and I I didn't know him that well, and I was like, I always kind of admired him, and then sometimes been a little jealous. And then we're sitting in this garage, and I'm like, going, Hey, man, it, we're both in the same garage. We both ended up here. We're both, you know, just trying to do our best. It is a shift in my perspective. But if you're the the big thing is uh you can save yourself a ton of wasted time by comparing what you're doing to other people. Uh don't don't look over uh, don't look over at the other students' papers <laughs> and write and write 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 your stand up, write your, write, write, you know, like I make, I make my living doing other things so I can make my movies. You know, it's only, uh, it's only been the past year or so where everything's shifted where now I'm, I'm being paid as a storyteller, but I had to tell these stories and I would have shot them on an iPhone if I had to. So just keep creating, keep making and, and try, if you can, not to compare yourself with other people because it's just going to be boring. And also, don't. This is more of an artistic one. Um, I try to stay away from the things that I'm writing. So we were talking off the air. You know, the new show gets compared to Black Mirror, um, and I, I had to stop watching that show because I didn't want to ever be derivative of it. You know, so you just kind of always just try to do your own thing. Hey everybody, let me remind you one more time about my new blueprint for success. It's a project I've spent months and months working on just to help you jumpstart your comedy career and beat the competition. Whether you want to do stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, radio, social media influencing, 
or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or agent, Blueprint for Success will give you all the tools you need to take your career to the highest levels. With exclusive interviews, my top 50 commercial free episodes from Industry Standard, one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, and unprecedented access into my knowledge and experience from over 40 years in this crazy business. I guarantee you that with Blueprint for Success, you'll become the creator you've always dreamed of becoming. No one's asking me to do this. I want to do it because I want to help you become truly undeniable. So just go to BarryCats.com, click on Blueprint for Success, and start your incredible journey today. I truly can't wait to work with you to help you change the trajectory of your comedy career forever. My next guest wrote films such as Win a Date with Tad Hamilton and The Recent Destination Wedding with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. He's also been an executive producer on many hit television shows, including Mad Men, Survivor's Remorse, and one of my favorite shows ever, Mad About You. Please welcome Victor Levin. There are lots of options open to people now that weren't open to me. I mean, when when even though... You know, we, we had all our comedians, children as friends. And even though, you know, Myron Cohen's house was next to the synagogue, show business still seemed like a world away. It, it was on another planet, show business. And actually getting into it seemed like much more of a pipe dream than it does now. I mean, now you can become a YouTuber by simply putting enough videos on YouTube that you start to attract attention and become uh, someone of whom these things are demanded. I would say the, the best advice is don't just write, but also make now. Uh, and by which I mean, you know, go out and make a short film. It isn't anywhere near as expensive as it used to be. Go out and make videos, find a place to post it where people can see it. You know, don't, don't require uh, a reading from a person in power. You know, don't don't uh, turn someone into a guardian of the gate. Just knock the gate over with something great. You know, make it. Go find a camera. Use your phone. Whatever it takes. Make it because it that will show off your writing. I mean, much better than a script will. No one's going to, if they love the video, they're going to realize that somebody wrote it. And, you know, who knows? You might even attract some attention as a director or a writer or a DP or whatever else you want to be along the way. So I would say avail yourself of the technology and the smallness, the relative smallness of the world, the accessibility that is possible now that wasn't possible then. Avail yourself of those things. And... Just keep doing it until you, you know, find success uh, or until you become tired, disillusioned and broken. But, you know, at least you're not assembling a pile of scripts in the corner of your room like I was and like the guys who, you know, were, were starting out with me and the women were. I mean, they just uh, become uh documents that are graded like a test by somebody who happens to be in a position of power that's a much weaker position for you to put yourself in than hey i got 73 gazillion views on youtube or hey here's a short which you can put in your 
you know, which you can click on and watch and, and we won't have to speculate as to whether or not this story is well constructed or I know what I'm doing because you'll either be laughing or, you'll, you know, caught up in the suspense in the story or you won't. And if you are, then you can conclude that, you know, uh, I might have some potential. So that's what I would say. Make it. Don't just ju don't just write it. Write it, yeah, but then find somebody who wants to, you know, be a cinematographer. Find somebody who wants to be a director. Find some, get a couple of your friends who want to be actors and just make it. My next guest at the tender age of 19 wrote the Warner Brothers hit movie with Jamie Kennedy, Malibu's Most Wanted. And then created a long-running association that still stands strong to this day with Adam Sandler and his company, Happy Madison, for which he scripted and acted in the comedies The Benchwarmers and Grandma's Boy, and co-produced and tackled a supporting role in the Sandler-Kevin-James farce, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. 30 minutes or less, Jack and Jill, just go with it. You don't mess with the Zohan, Hotel Transylvania, and the cult classic, Bucky Larson. I can only describe this guy as unique, incredible, and always controversial. Please welcome my friend and one of the most loved people in our business, Nick Swartzen. I would say the key to all of it is... Just confidence is the number one thing. It's, I just always, confidence, commitment, committing to yourself, whatever, and just, just keep going, creating, and, you know, you're going to eat shit. I mean, you're going to fucking, it's inevitable. So you just have to, just know you're going to eat shit if you want to get in this business, and just walk through the shit take your fucking shoes off walk through the shit because you know it's fucking hard and the thing about this business that you know is the greatest thing about this business but it's also the hardest thing about this business is that there are no guarantees <laughs> nothing's guaranteed so you have to fucking work and create for it so a lot of comedians now it's like you know, I slept in a fucking bush. I slept in bushes. If you want to get into comedy, if you're serious, be prepared to sleep in a goddamn bush. Like, that's where you have to, like, that's where you have to go for it. And just believe in yourself. It just sounds corny. It sounds trite, you know, but you just always have to go, you know, stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself and be confident. You know, you're going to meet crazy people. You're going to meet a bunch of fucking people. But just respect people for who they are. Understand that you're going to meet assholes and they're going to be fucking assholes. But just stay true to yourself and always, always create. You don't have to be a screenwriter, but fucking just create stuff. Always create. You know what I mean? Especially now with YouTube channels and so much so you can film anything on your phone. God. Back in the day, you'd have like haul around a camera and fucking VHS tapes. And, you know, now there's such a, a great outlet. I mean, I tell people like even on Instagram, make fucking videos. Just always create, man. And just be confident with who you are and what you're doing.
My next guest is a legendary American actor best known for his roles in The Onion Field, Hair, Salvador, The Last Full Measure, The Thin Red Line, as well as television shows like Goliath, Dark Angel, and Twin Peaks. But my favorite role of his was starring opposite Christopher Walken, Meryl Streep, and Robert De Niro in the unforgettable Academy Award-winning movie, The Deer Hunter. Please welcome... John Savage. Don't accept rejection. Just keep keep dreaming. Rejection is painful. You know, but have faith. Have faith. You're perfect. So this this concept of you know growing and growing up and stuff like that, it's it's a process. Um a lot of times we can really gain more by working with others. And a lot of times you got to do it all by yourself. And, uh, you know, I've seen people not make a lot of money and are brilliant actors or artists. Um, but to see a goal, go for it in some way and respect the, you know, the, the steps that you discover have to be taken. Uh, do not subject yourself to an abusive position. Be polite about it. Say thank you. No, bye. And even times there's friends that can be very destructive. It's like catching a disease. Whether it's, come on, let's have another one. Or just try this. Trust yourself. You know, eh, we, you know, if we're still breathing, we're still here. Depression is a major problem for a lot of people. Everybody, old and young. Depression is not something to look uh, at. Was not a, not a, it's, you know, people get unhappy and then it becomes an obsessive thinking thing. Pain can be a good thing. Oof. Wow. That was a rough one. But I'd do it again. I'd fall in love with that person again. I guess I'd give a little distance. It'd kill me. Or whatever. I, Go fishing with that guy again, asshole. You know, why do you say that to me? What a jerk. Look at him. Look how he's living his life. But we had fun. We had, that was a moment. We had a good moment here. We had a good moment. All right, all right, all right. You got to let things go. I have to do that every day. Next up is a Southern comedian who hails from North Carolina and is making quite a name for herself as an actor, stand-up comedian, writer since moving to Los Angeles. You might recognize her from her many appearances on Chelsea lately, but she's gone on to star in the Mindy Project for Hulu, Champions for NBC, and Life in Pieces for CBS. Additionally, she's had comedy specials on Netflix and Comedy Central, and on the film side, Father of the Year on Netflix and Melissa McCarthy's The Happy Time Murders. Recently, she sold a feature film to Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment, entitled Bad Cop, Bad Cop, which she wrote and is attached to star in. Additionally, she co-wrote and sold two comedy pilots to ABC, with the latter being produced by Tina Fey. Please welcome one of the most unique and original comedians I know, Fortune Feimster. I didn't have these dreams back then because I didn't think it was possible. I just took whatever was in front of me and tried to be the good at whatever that thing was, you know, school, sports. I just 
always try to work hard. So even though, even if you don't know what your dream is, just like caring about things and trying to succeed in whatever those things are that you can accomplish in front of you will open other doors. And I think like you mentioned with certain clients, you just have to work hard. This is a business where there are people who will stumble into a job and be there for nine years. And there are other people who are going to be in LA 20 years before they get something. But you have to work hard. Like very few of us are just getting handed jobs. And so the work ethic has to start young and you can't just like sort of stumble through life and then suddenly be like, I'm going to be an actor and it's all going to work out. You just have to want it and work for it. And, um, you know, the hope is that that work will come into line with the opportunities at the right time but also know that there are things beyond your small town and it may not be something that seems feasible at the time but just kind of trust in the journey of life that it will lead you I don't know. It'll lead you to where you're supposed to be. You got to trust your gut. All right. I can't think of a better way to end this podcast than with the greatest and most prolific conversationalist of our or any generation with over 60,000 interviews, a Hall of Famer, a Mount Rushmore guy, and somebody who I can't wait for you to listen to what he has to say. I could listen to him talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. And you want to know something? Both myself and everyone listening has. Please welcome Larry King. If you want to be a broadcaster, go for it. If you're in school, major in communications. And take any job that's offered to you. When you get, if they tell you they want you to be a receptionist at a radio station, take it. Because when you're in, you're in. Then you get to know the people, and one day a guy will be sick. You'll do it. So have faith. If someone can tell you you don't want to, whatever your profession, if someone tells you, now nah, you don't want to be a doctor, if that can convince you, then you don't want to be a doctor. If someone could talk you out of it with a sentence and Get up off the ground, and as Woody Allen says, get off the porch. Get off the porch. A lot of people sit on the porch and dream. Dreams don't work. Get off the porch. All right, that wraps up part one of the best of 2018. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to tune in next week. For part two of 2018, I can guarantee you it will be as valuable as this episode. So don't miss it and check it out. Again, happy holidays and thank you so much for a great year. And that wraps up part one of our podcast. 
I just wanted to thank my incredible partners, starting with AquaTrue, the revolutionary miniature countertop water purification system that works straight out of the box. Plug it in, fill it with tap water, and immediately turn your faucet into your favorite bottled water for pennies. You can get $100 off when you go to industrystandardwater.com and just type in the promo code BEAR and start enjoying the best water you've ever had and never buy another bottle of water again. And I Killed JFK, the groundbreaking film about the only living person who admitted to killing Kennedy. Go to IKillJFK.com, buy the film and the rare interviews with five of the last living experts, and I guarantee it'll change your mind about what happened that day. And the Air Doctor, the innovative portable air purification system which will change your overall quality of life. It instantly removes dust, pet hair, mold, pollen, flu viruses, and other contaminants circulating in your home. Normally $600, and if you don't believe me, check Amazon right now. But for a limited time, I can offer you 50% off. That's a $300 savings. Just go to airdoctorpro.com, type in the promo code Barry, and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air in the world. And finally, Boku Superfoods, the purest, most potent, and delicious certified organic, kosher, and vegan superfood blends on the planet. Boku Superfood is changing the game for thousands of people in 65 countries with their incredible formulated powders that you just add any liquid to and make the healthiest drinks or smoothies in the world. Just go to BokuSuperfood.com. That's B-O-K-U Superfood.com. Look for the three-pack trial. Enter the promo code Barry at checkout. Just pay a minimal shipping fee and get a full week's supply of Boku Superfood for free. I guarantee you'll look and feel better and understand why Boku is the number one family-owned superfood company in the world. And that wraps up part one of two episodes. You can check out the next episode this coming Thursday. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. As always, this has been Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. And if you like the show, tell all your friends. And if you don't like the show, tell all your friends. You get out the money Drop that fancy car all the people love you Cause you're going far Life is for the dreamers They have all to gain It's never quite over Till it all feels the same You pick your own poison Fortune Thank you for listening to Industry Standard with Barry Katz. If you'd like more info on our schedule of new episodes or how to reach Barry through Twitter, Facebook, or email, go to barrykatz.com. Before you leave... 
please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast. Leave a comment and rate it, even if you think it blows. Thank you for your support, and have a great day.